What is up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Majeshevsky, and we have a special edition of the podcast, vlog, YouTube show that I've been doing. We even have Misty in the background here. I'm trying to put my hand where she is. Just chilling in the back, spying on people outside. So I apologize in advance if she starts barking or growling or whatever she does or whines. But um, a little bit different today because I've had a lot of people reach out um, asking for help about, you know, whatever injury or give me this exercise that could work. You know, this... um, muscle group, whatever it is. And a lot of people ask, like, what the hell do I do? You know? And, you know, I tend to forget that, you know, I'll get new people always popping onto my podcast to listen for the first time, or someone finds my tutorial, um, my tutorial, uh, my tutorials for exercises on my YouTube page. And, you know, they think I'm a physio, they think I'm some sort of whatever person and I think what I'm going to do in this episode because I get this question a lot um, is kind of go through my entire story and what I do today um, because I think it's uh, kind of important that people understand where I'm coming from my experiences and what I do best Uh, but before we get into that um, actually two things before we get into that I feel like this one this episode will probably be kind of like on a tangent, it can be. We'll just kind of see where it goes. I have a, I have a good feeling about the that this episode's going to kind of be all over the place, which is always freaking awesome. But um, the second thing, I'm gonna do shoutouts because I keep fucking forgetting, so I apologize. But my new number one city, um, within the last twenty four hours, three hundred fifty four people in the city of Kansas City, Missouri. Shout out to everyone listening in Kansas City. Super, super cool to see all different types of people all over the world listening to my show. Uh, number two, uh, Bakersfield out in, out in California. Number three, uh, out in the UK, a city called Chester. And a honorable mention, uh, actually two honorable mentions. Uh, I'm probably going to say this incorrectly, so I apologize. Um, a city called Veldhoven out in the Netherlands. Shout out to everyone in the Netherlands listening to my show. Super, super fucking cool to see international listeners. And another honorable mention right after the Netherlands. Actually, like that city, Vel- Veldhoven, is number five out of my uh, top ten. And number six is out in Australia, the city of Sydney. Shout out to everyone in Australia listening to my show. That's super awesome. Um, okay, how we're going to begin this thing is kind of starting with my story and you know if you were one of my listeners that um decided to listen to my first five episodes number one i apologize because they are fucking terrible um number two you would understand um kind of how i got into the fitness industry but um and again funny story If you've already heard this, you can probably skip through this part, but um, when I first recorded my first five solo episodes on my podcast like over four years ago, I was so scared. I had so much anxiety built up, and for some reason, it made me feel better if I took my like recording gear and like... (laughs) 
uh, recorded my first five episodes in my fucking closet because I was like embarrassed that someone outside of my apartment would hear me like fuck people are weird hey people get weird shit but anyway that turned into where we are now like you know my podcast depending on the month gets anywhere from 10,000 to 25,000 listens um constantly getting people messaging me through facebook and instagram asking me questions and you know sometimes getting those um, messages where people are like you know i listened to this episode about binge eating or whatever episode that's really helped me get through whatever i'm dealing with people really really enjoyed anytime i spoke about mental health and people always like reached out to me saying that you know it's refreshing to see how brave i am to speak about my own mental health issues and honestly like from day one the reason why i started my podcast is to help as many people as possible and part of fitness health is your mental health so um i think it's very very important so it's really really cool to see um people reach out not only for like the physical aspect of health but also the mental side um so going kind of going back to my first five episodes i were just terrible just terrible um my whole journey kind of started back in high school um as a child i was kind of overweight but every kind of every year it kind of got worse and worse and worse until i got into high school where i used to weigh over 200 pounds and i was miserable i was depressed hated life um i was always comparing myself to you know other teenage boys that were fit they were like stars at whatever sport they're playing and here i am like what the fuck why can't i be like that um girls did not even recognize me didn't even know i was like i was there uh, i was like non-existent um anytime i liked a girl and built up the courage to speak to them um i was turned down pretty harshly and there was one time where uh, there was a school dance and you know as a teenage boy um, girls are very important at this uh, stage of most of those teenage boys lives but um, I really 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 liked this one girl I wanted to go ask her to dance and she simply replied back as uh, why would I dance with you you're fat so that kind of was the tipping point for me my my like i've hit rock bottom i can't do this shit anymore and i remember um even that night when i came home literally went on google and just searched as much articles workouts that i can get my hands on on how to lose belly fat how to lose weight and build muscle and all that and you know men's health bodybuilding.com all those kind of websites back then that were available i um, read probably everything that they had on there and told myself, I'm like, no more. I don't want to feel this way. I want to find, you know, a girl, a girlfriend, um, and, you know, feeling trapped. That's the best way to describe it. Um, this is where I feel that, you know, I have an advantage when it comes to training, uh, clients, that are dealing with weight issues is that the fact that I was like them at one point in my life, 
I understand the turmoil and the feelings that you get on a daily basis, like going to sleep and asking the universe and God, why the fuck am I like this? Why can't I lose weight? Because I've tried, I remember I tried. I tried eating better. I tried exercising more. Just didn't fucking happen. And it's, it's a fucking terrible feeling. It sucks. Like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I kind of pledged to myself that I'm going to go 100% into it. And I always tell people this part of the story is that this is an extreme um, approach. And I would not recommend it for anyone because there's a lot of, I want to say side effects, but um, baggage that comes with it. And I'll explain that in a second. But, um, you know, that next day I was like, fucking here we go. Um, in two months, I dropped 60 pounds. I was unrecognizable, honestly, at that point. Um, all of my weight loss um, happened over summer. So, you know, in high school, um, during summer, you don't have school. So I had a lot of free time. And literally every single day, seven days a week, I would work out every day and sometimes do two days. And, you know, at the time, I was playing football in high school and you know because I was over 200 pounds they always put me at lineman but I was like you know what I would love to you know be a wide receiver um a free safety those kind of like positions where you can actually like demonstrate your athleticism um not saying that lineman can't but you know typically in high school you're not that skilled as a lineman and you're not that fast unless you have like genetics that are just out of this world but for me and for most guys that are playing line, it's just, you look big, get in the around in the fucking line. Um, but anyway, um, we also had summer camp. So what happened was I would wake up in the morning, go to football practice. Actually, even before summer camp, um, we had, like, off-season training. So in the morning, I would go to my, like, off-season training where um, we'd be in the weight room. We would be running drills outside, stuff like that. Come home, I would eat a healthy lunch meaning like my diet used to be not eat breakfast when I went to school and you know I was like okay bag of chips and like pop like fuck that's not even food and I would do that every single day no wonder um, I packed on the pound so easy so this time I was like okay well now I'm gonna go home eat lunch and let's go chicken breast fucking broccoli and brown rice and then, uh, you know, after two hours, letting it all digest, I would work out again. So depending on the uh, time in the summer, I would be like exercising for like four hours almost every day. And then eating super clean. Like I didn't touch anything bad. I kept a really low calorie count. And every time that I saw that clothes were fitting better, I was like, fuck yes, I'm on the right path, I'm going to keep going. That's what kept me going. And then when I dropped the 60 pounds and I went back to school, no one recognized me at all. I put in the fucking work. I went to sleep early, um, had a lot of rest. I ate super clean. I mean like no sugar, no treats, no nothing. And it literally... Change, like 
pounds just melted off. It was ridiculous. It was fucking crazy the amount of weight that came off of me. Um, and I remember, like, vividly, like, coming back to school and having this one person come up to me and they're like, holy fuck, dude, what did you do? You need to train me. That moment was that pivotal moment where I knew exactly what I had to do on this planet, on this earth, is to ensure that nobody else that crosses paths with me that is dealing with any kind of health issue, weight, whatever it is, is not to feel the way I did, feeling trapped, depressed, like there was no hope. I didn't want anyone to feel that way. So that's why to this day, that's why I always say, like, if you guys have a question, like, fucking DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, email me. I'm going to answer back because I want to help you, right? Like, that's why I'm here. And I'm not going to be like, oh, like, you can only, like, send me that question if you become an online. No, fuck that shit. Like, I'm literally here to help, you know? If someone wanted more guidance than just me answering a couple questions, then yeah, sure, let's do some online coaching, whatever it is. But literally anytime someone comes to me, you know, injured, in pain, wanting to lose weight, whatever it is, I'm going to be there to help that person no matter what. So from there, um, straight out of high school, got certified as a trainer. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, Worked at a big box gym. Absolutely hated it. And, like, if there's any coaches out there, like, I was literally thrown into the deep end with experienced trainers, and I had to fucking grind and hustle to get my first freaking client. And on top of that, I remember my first ever client um, and my first, like, actual um, training job was probably the most complicated um client I could get. Um, she was a recovering, um, bulimic, um, dealt with a lot of mental health stuff and she was so brittle that, you know, sometimes with some of the exercises I gave her, like she would be sore for days, for days. And I just, like thinking about it right now, I'm like, holy fuck, I can't believe, you know, that person trusted me. Not saying I didn't do a good job because I remember when I um, did the consultation with her, signed uh, her up for sessions, I literally researched as much as possible with anyone who was dealing with mental health issues, bulimia, anorexia, like you name it. And it's funny because like, you know, at that point of my career, I had no idea of those things. Like, I've heard of those things, but what does that actually entail? And, um, you know, to this day, like, I think back to that client when I'm helping any other person online or in person that is dealing with those things. Because I remember firsthand seeing, like, because we went through, like, uh, God bless her soul. Like, we went through some shit, like holy crap, like, I remember her worst days, and I also remember her best days, and honestly, like, my heart is, like, so full that I was able to be part of her journey, and to help her, you know, even by, if it was 10%, is huge for me, 
and this is, this is a saying that I always tell every single person that I start with is like, I feel so honored and blessed to be part of your fitness and health journey because, you know, what other thing do you do in life that allows you to influence someone's health other than being like a doctor or a healthcare practitioner or just a healthcare person on a long-term basis, right? So, you know, when I train clients, like clients stick with me a long time. I right now have two clients that have been with me for fucking nine years. Like that is crazy to me. But anytime I take on someone new, I'm like, holy shit, I'm so lucky to be part of this person's like life. And if I do it right, I can be in their life for a very long time. And that is huge. There's no like bigger reward, at least in my opinion, to be part of someone's journey and have an influence on that to lead them to success. That's huge. That's powerful fucking shit right there. See what I mean? This this episode's gonna go everywhere, and I'm fucking psyched about it. Um, fuck, <laughs> first client. Um, so from there, um, when this big box gym made sales quotas for all the trainers, I was like, peace. This is not how I operate, and. I ended up quitting and interviewing for a boutique gym um, locally, and I remember got I got to work with a lot of successful people. So it was kind of more of a high-end uh, personal training um, gym where a lot of the clients did pretty well for themselves, and you know this um, portion of my career was where I grew a lot. I had a really good mentor that pushed me out of my comfort zone, like really pushed me. And if it wasn't for him, I would be, um, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, and it's funny cause I literally put down like a to do on my list for this week is to create a mentors, um, shout out post. And I'm going to be posting, um, this week, like three people that really, really influenced my uh, career and fuck I'm like skipping during that time when I was at that big box gym I was blessed again um, to get an internship with a professional football team that's a local here in BC Vancouver um, called the BC Lions and for one year I got to work with um, the strength and conditioning coach and honestly that was such a wild experience a lot, like a lot of late nights and early mornings and I learned quickly like I learned a lot it was fucking crazy um the amount of life experience I got from there and I'll never forget that um and I think a lot of coaches need to new coaches need to remember this is that you know you need to go through a lot of shit like you need to grind it out and I know now, um, especially my generation and younger, they're kind of expecting like a lot of money up front. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong about being hungry. Like, you know, I uh, promote myself online as this like, you know, um, person that doesn't really care about money, but you have no idea like the amount of like 
I'm a numbers person. That's why I love business. And I'm constantly like thinking about, all right, if I can make this much money this year, I can invest this, I can invest that, I can save that. Like I'm constantly thinking about money. And it all started because of, you know, looking at this as a career long term and not just like, I'm going to buy fancy shit. I'm going to like, I am so fucking cheap. Like I just finally bought a like full blown, like, like garbage bin. That's like, you know, motion sensor like yesterday. That was like, and it, I got, <laughs> I've been living out on my own for so long and I've been literally using, um, like a rubber made tall, um, bin for a garbage uh, bin for home. Like that's how cheap I am. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I like spend X amount of money, like I can use it for something like that's how frugal I am. But that's like the immigrant in me. Like I just need to save pennies because it's going to add up long term. And that's how I've always functioned. So when I like meet new coaches and they're like, yeah, I want to make like six figures like this year. And it's like, how long have you been in the industry? Three years. It's like, well, buddy, like it's possible but you have to go through a lot more shit before that happens. So um, trainers, new trainers especially, need to understand that, you know, the wealth will come. You just have to be one smart with your money and work your fucking face off. Like I have been doing that for 10 years now and only now I'm starting to see the benefit of all my hard work. Right. Um, maybe I should do like a finance and career episode one of these days. But um, where was I going with that? So, yeah, internship with a professional football team. That was fucking sweet. Best thing ever. And honestly, the best advice I can give to any coach listening is just ask. Like the biggest thing you can do is whatever gym you, you know, get hired at find the best trainer there and be like, dude, and I use that if it's a he or she. And I had this conversation with my wife yesterday. Um, she was like, yo, you can't say dude anymore because it's not like inclusive to all genders. I'm like, dude can literally like mean everything. Like whoever's listening right now or watching, you're a dude. Like this fucking screwdriver is a dude. Like if you look at the, or like, origin of the word dude from like Californian surfers like dude can be referenced to anything so that's why I always use dude um so whoever is the top dog in your gym go up to him or her or dude um and be like can I mentor under you can I shadow you you don't even have to fucking do anything I just want to be near you and learn everything that you do that is like the biggest compliment and, like, if you were thinking, like, oh, no, they're going to be, like, weird. It's like, no. You're literally going up to someone and be like, hey, you're the fucking best here, and I want to learn from you. That is, like, the most gratifying thing to hear. And, you know, when I take coaches under my wing, and literally I'm on my second one right now, and both of these, like, strong-ass ladies, you know right away that they're going to be successful because they want more. They constantly want more from me. Whereas sometimes I've taken some people under my wing and it's like pulling teeth. 
And sometimes it's just like, you know, their personality, they might be quiet and like you can see them slowly progress. But sometimes people are just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, that'd be cool if I could learn. But I don't really want to waste a Saturday because I'd rather do something like, come on. Find, literally find the best person in the gym and learn from, learn from them. Like, learn from them. Um, so from there, I went to a boutique gym. Um, one of the, the owner was like my biggest influence, pushed me out of my comfort zone. Like was the reason why I read like fucking 20 books a year now on average. Um, why I'm so passionate about continuing education, why I fucking work my face off. And, you know, the fact that I got to work with some really successful people, um, I remember like this one client in particular did very well for like probably the most wealthiest person I've ever met in my life and I was like all right if I can be five percent as successful as you what can I do right now or build towards to get there and the guy looked at me he's like honestly if you want a surefire way to become wealthy when you're in your 60s and 70s and 80s get into real estate as fast as possible the moment I heard that, that's when I started training clients from like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday to Friday. And if there was a Saturday shift that had to be picked up, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. And I remember I bought my first place when I was 22. And, you know, I'm on my second condo right now. I'm renting out the first one that I bought. And it's all because of that one guy, right? There's so many people that will cross paths with you that have so much life experience more than you. And if you just take like five minutes and ask them the right questions, you will be like, Oh shit, this is like really good. And this is why I read so much. Like think about a, an author that creates a book that is published, that is sold all over the world for like $20 you are getting their entire like thought process, their knowledge, their life experience in a fucking book. And you have all that information to yourself. And all you have to do is like spend like 20 minutes a day and just go through it, right? You will be able to elevate your um, self and career pretty quickly. Um, yeah, so after... Um, being at that boutique gym uh, I stayed there for I think four years five years, four years and I got to a point at like a manager position where I was in charge of all the coaches, the programming like the product itself and I was at a point where I was actually going to franchise um, the gym because it was a franchise boutique gym and I was going through a lot of business stuff to learn how to run a successful gym, how to franchise properly, choosing location, um, lease agreements, like all that nitty gritty stuff. Um, at that point, I was reading a shit ton of business books to prep myself. And, you know, life has um, those monkey wrenches that they throw at your fucking face and you have to adapt. And this is a whole nother podcast episode probably, but um, that gym that I worked at, um, got a legal order to shut down and that was like three weeks right before 
I... Yeah, three weeks. Holy fuck, that was fucking crazy now that I'm thinking about it. Um, like three weeks when I got my first mortgage on my first condo, three weeks later, we got the notice that our gym has to shut down and I was laid off. And I was like, wow, I don't have a job. Just got a mortgage. All right. And, you know, sometimes life will push you to grow really quick. And I think that's what COVID did to a lot of people uh, today. It's either you adapt or you don't survive. And this is what I learned early on um, prepping myself to um, franchise is to literally, um, you know, the market does not care what you think, what you do. You have to adapt to the market's wishes. And this was one of those moments COVID it was another moment um so from there I actually started my own gym with two business partners and um I remember within two years and this might not sound um good or anything but like in two years my um business went from like zero dollars to six figures pretty quickly and I just took everything that I learned from previous years and just applied it. Um, and fucking huge. It was fucking great. Um, and I think the important thing to mention, as these years were going by, like not only was I trying to prepare myself um, from a business standpoint to be successful in the industry, I was taking like courses like nobody's business. Like, the amount of certifications I have right now is ridiculous, and if I put up all my, um, what's it called, um, certificates, I would not have enough space on my wall, and that's really, really important as a coach, is you have to be constantly learning, not going to, like, every fucking course under the sun, but the courses that are going to make you more money, more valuable, and, you know, a person who can really help another individual in front of them. Um, so after um, I opened up my gym, um, I think it took three or four years before I was offered another job at another gym and clinic. Um, I took that opportunity because the individual that hired me saw how hard I worked, wanted me on their team, and they knew that I was um, proficient in social media. Because I think back in 2015, that's when I was like, you know what, the social media thing is going to be important, and I'm going to start posting. And like, if you look at my YouTube page, like my one of my first videos is like literally like January 1st, 2015. Um, and like now you go on my YouTube page, and I'm averaging, I don't know, like 12,000 views per month. I have probably close to 2000 videos like it's it it starts steamrolling right so um i was brought on to a gym in the clinic where i was like the director of education for the coaches and was still training my clients doing social media for um the clinic and the gym and i started working alongside a chiropractor um Dr. Sarah Forster, which is like literally the best chiropractor I've ever met in my life because 
she is so in tune with the exercise and fitness world like the fact that she knew who mike boyle was dr sumer gill like all these big names i'm like we need to collaborate and um you know i slowly transitioned out of the gym to align myself with um the, the clinic because this clinic was more exercise based and I got to a point with my certifications my continued education to more of the rehab side but you know if you read my book the ironclad body training system um, and like shout out to my second volume coming out soon um, you would understand that I'm a huge advocate on like proper movement, pain-free training, things like that. And that just lined up with the clinic so well that I was like, I need to be part of this. So I started working with um, Dr. Forrester with every single patient. So we actually created a new chiropractic model where anytime a patient came in for treatment, I would see them for active rehab. And sometimes it's like, you know, low back uh, pain patient, um, you know, they can barely walk and all I'm teaching them is how to belly breathe, use your diaphragm and learn how to hit hip hinge to eventually deadlift to having a crossfitter saying my knee hurts every time I squat and taking them to the gym, seeing how they back squat and adjusting their uh, stance based on their anatomical features. So I went probably the last four years of my career. I dove deep into anatomy and rehab courses um, and I think this is a good spot to tell people, like, number one, I'm not a physiotherapist at all. Like, even people in the, like, patients in the clinic, they're like, oh, so, like, are you a physio? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, like, it almost seems like you were. And I'm like, you know, I may or may not have the same knowledge as a physiotherapist, maybe out of school. Um, but what I do understand is that everyone has anatomical um, variances. And when it comes to exercise, it needs to complement it. Like, that's not um, rocket science. That's just, like, your hip looks like this, and this other person's hip looks like this. So how you're going to squat, lunge, deadlift, whatever it is, run, is going to be different than this person and this person. You know what I mean? Um, so I kind of pride myself that, you know, I we came up together to create this new chiropractic care where people are moving and feeling better faster than just just doing chiro or just doing physio um, because if you look at the research like exercise is that key ingredient for finally getting out of pain and like getting strong and on top of that I'm not a kinesiologist um, you know a lot of clients in the past were like oh do you ever regret not going to school to become a kin and I'm like honestly I would be doing the same thing if I was kinesi a kinesiologist but I would just wouldn't be like in 20 or 30 grand in debt. Um, honestly, I feel like the kinesiology um, sort of like diploma, whatever, certification, whatever you want to call it, it's kind of useless unless you're getting into physio or chiro school or naturopathic medicine. Um, because really the only thing that a kin can do that I can't do is work with motor vehicle accident um, patients. But again, because I work alongside with this chiropractor and legally I'm actually under her license, I can work with motor vehicle accident people or work safe or whatever it is. Um, but that's not what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about getting people out of pain, getting them move and feel better and lose weight. And I can do that with my designations that I have. 
And honestly, I'm just a personal trainer. And I always make this joke that I'm just like this glorified like PE teacher. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm a huge advocate of like kin stretch, FRC, um, FR release, like that whole FRS system uh, created by Dr. Andrew Spina. And I have implemented everything I've learned from like Mike Boyle, Dr. Stuart McGill, Dr. Andrew Spina, and kind of created my own kind of protocols when it comes to um, exercise. And because I've done so much continuing education, my biggest thing is like I've learned from all these great people in the industry because they've already went through all the ranks of figuring out what works and what doesn't. And I just kind of took stuff from every single person and created my own little you know, pain-free training, functional training, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just training with a purpose, um, protocols, and people move and feel better. And, you know, I'm not just the rehab guy because in order to lose weight, you need to have, you know, a consistency in the gym. But if your shoulder is fucked, if your neck is always tight, if your shoulders are rounded because you sit all day and your tights are... uh, your hips are tight as shit like you're not gonna be able to hit the gym every day or every second day or even consecutively month after month if those things are not moving properly right i see this all the time with inactive people they have aches and pains they're tight here and there and they start going to the gym and then their low back flares up and they take time off and they're like fuck like i want to get back into it i want to lose weight and they can't because physically their joints don't move the way that they should. And that's where I come in, in the clinic setting, where I get people moving better in order to see all those other things like weight loss, muscle gain, whatever it is, but you need a foundation to get there. So the last three years, I've been working in a clinic with patients where I'm literally doing like hands-on therapy because I've learned from functional release, at least the upper extremity through the FRS system. Um, I've been doing instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization. I've been doing cupping. I've been doing um, rock taping or kinesiology taping, like so many different modalities when it comes to rehab. And I can use those in conjunction with um, like say things like kin stretch, um, fucking getting someone in a hip hinge with like cups on their low back, like sky's the limit of what I can do with people and you know from my start and finish type of um career like I'm kind of like someone in uh that's also been a mentor to me said it best that I'm kind of like the Swiss army knife of the fitness industry like I can literally do almost everything and I think that's kind of the best way to describe it so no matter what your goals are if you're listening watching if it's weight loss recovering from an injury to you know just not feeling tight anymore and being able to squat lower like I do that every single day with people and you know I feel like I'm successful because people have stuck around for a very very long time and they continue to stay and pay me so I'm like okay I guess I'm doing something right but Um, that's essentially what I do in a nutshell from like start to finish you know I'm not just a rehab trainer I'm not just a trainer I'm the person that will make you move and feel better and all those other aesthetic goals will come when people see consistency and patience on a daily weekly monthly and yearly basis 
And I think that's going to be where I'm going to stop because I could probably talk more about stories. I, I kind of really like this episode. It's kind of the shooting the shit with uh, you guys and having you guys get to know me a little bit better. And, you know, if anyone out there has any questions, like, feel free to reach out. If you're dealing with something joint-related, injury-related, weight-loss-related, fucking mental-health-related, like, it all encapsulates, like, this one giant picture that, you know, will lead you to success, um, feel free to reach out. Um, hit me on Facebook. Add me on there. Add me on Instagram. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Like, fuck, you guys have been listening, so thank you, thank you, thank you. We surpassed 300. Like, let's get to 400. Because remember, my ultimate goal is to help as many people as possible, and every subscriber I get just allows me to get through all those other crappy YouTube channels that are selling detox teas and some other weird shit. So we might as well fill the internet with good stuff like this episode. Um, so if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out. You guys are amazing. I love you. Um, that's it. Until next time.